Welcome to the third episode of The Network Effect, hosted by Access Fintech. Today we are talking to Corey Olson, Head of Loans Products, about how we are working with the market to build technology to help clients modernize their loans processes. So I first started working um, in the, the hedge fund administrator space. Um, and I actually worked on a trading desk at Stone Tower where we purchase CLOs and CLOs are made up of loans. So I never really touched loans, but I touched CLOs, which uh, kind of gave me a flavor. Um, I went to Apollo. I was hired to run their real estate uh, business, operations business. And they were like, oh, we're going to we're going to launch a CLO. So we want you to work on the CLO team or run the CLO team. So I was like, cool. I have no idea what a bank loan is. Don't know anything about it. Um, but I guess I'm going to learn. So I actually started uh, pinging my colleague regularly and asking him all kinds of questions like, what's a tranche? What does a revolver mean? All these things. And he helped me understand everything about loans. Uh, I actually used to buy him presents when I traveled as like a thank you. But yeah, it's super. Loans are very involved, uh, not easy to learn, definitely different than any other asset class. They basically say if you can understand bank loans, you can deal with any asset class. What presents did you buy? Bought him a terrible towel from the. <laughs> nice. Use it on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I bought him all kinds of presents. Uh, he, he was good at that. So, yeah, I ran, I built and ran the CLO operations team there. Um, yeah. And that's how I got my feet wet and not just CLOs, but loans as well. So, how long have you been working with loans? So, I worked in the loan space in a buy side operations capacity for 15 years. So, I've been in Access Fintech for four and a half. So, I was a head of CLO operations at Apollo. I ran um, CLO and loan operations at Blue Mountain, and then I was director head of ops at Brightwood Capital, where we originated and syndicated bank loans. So I got the age of flavor as well. Um, but in terms of my, I don't know, like Blue Mountain had like, when I worked at Blue Mountain, I basically got the job because I was going to clean up all the data, which I absolutely did. The, the portfolio manager was managing like four CLOs in his head. And the systems didn't have any good data. None of it was kind of clean. And so I came in and cleaned everything up so we can actually use the system. How has technology changed the day-to-day management of the loan space? And what was it like before? And what challenges did and do employees still face? Yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily, by the time I was in the loan space, they were converting facts to email for the most part. But you still have, you know, and there's repositories for those faxes that will sort them. But it's not perfect. It's still difficult to locate information. Um, I'd say most roles are processing information. And again, every shop is different. You're going to have a different set of systems and processes. Um, some are more advanced than others. But general, you know, the cash breaks were out of control. Trying to get your books closed in a timely manner. Promising times to investors and can't meet the deadlines. Um, so that's one of it. Rex, um, dealing with your agents, your trustees, the admins, constant follow-up. Again, depends on where you sit and what your setup is like, but there's always just follow. There's no transparency on status for anything. So data is bad enough, but then status is a next level. Why are loans so hard to manage? Yeah, so the information is private. You only have access to the information if you're actually a lender of record. Um, there isn't like a centralized location to access information like a Bloomberg or the many systems that are out there for equities, the information is distributed through the agent via that fax or notice or email. And, you know, now they're scraping notices, which I also think is insane, but <laughs> just get rid of notices already. But yeah, it's a, it's, there's that, the structures are different. They're not securitized. They don't have to follow specific standards. Credit agreements, which dictate the structure of the loan can be different from deal to deal. You know, the LSCA has done a really good job of making it more streamlined and um, 
when that's in the US, in the LMA and the UK, same thing, you know, trying to make it more standardized in terms of the actual agreements, the notices, all that stuff, but it's still not perfect. Think about it, you, you know, a uh, loan can, average loan is usually uh, quarterly paid. So if anything happens between the start of that contract and the end of that contract, you won't necessarily know unless you're really on top of it. Um, if you miss a notice or an agent misses a, a, an assignment agreement or something, you're not going to be um, in sync. So what we offer is a way to actually sync up on those two things. And I'm talking contract level all the way down to the rate, the end date, et cetera. Um, and once you're kind of matched on that, then if something changes, you'll be notified immediately because that will actually break. And then you'll see there's an orphan, you need to fix it. You can use the platform to communicate, add attachments, all that. In the loans industry to launch new tech, there's some really big players out there and they continue to innovate. Um, so it's difficult to actually get involved um, and come up in this market. So it's taken a long time. But fortunately, with our buy side design partners that really believe in us, we're definitely making some serious progress. And what does the network do for the product? Yeah, so we build uh, the technology with the industry for the industry versus, you know, I could put something together based on my experience and say, here you go, you know, take, take a look at this. This should work. But instead, you know, we have the core uh, functionality there and because we're configurable. We can have a working group to say, which buttons do we need? Do we need to add a response or um, something else to make this more meaningful? Again, a lot of this is not just transparency on data, but transparency around statuses, you know, ownership, what's happening? Like, this isn't just a black box of what's going on next. Um, so, yeah, we, we had a working group when I first started looking in the loan space. And we mapped out six different products along the life cycle of a loan. I was uh, told I should focus on one because, as mentioned before, it's hard to get into the loan market from a tech or vendor perspective. And so I chose this post-settlement contract uh, section. But the working group, we've decided on the required data set, the different buttons, if you will, for structured queries, um, different workflows. We're now mapping out transactions. um, And there's some other things that continue to come up. Just to add on matching, so right now we have um, seven design partners on the buy side, uh, four of which are already sending us data, um, and we're starting to match already now with one of our agents. Um, And the goal is once we get more um, data on the platform, I'll kick off a working group and we'll start talking about the matching, do the statuses we set up make sense? Do we want to elaborate on that? Are there more fields we want to start adding? Let's get the most value of this. How much interest is this drumming up? Yeah, I mean, I'd say every meeting I have is a good one. It's just a matter of who's going to act early and who's going to wait and see. And that's definitely what you see in the startup world, which I've learned a lot about. Um, So we have our seven design partners that are early adopters, forward thinking, ready to put themselves on the line and help progress this. But I can tell you once we start getting more data on the platform, I mean, I can't even tell you how many buy side are pumped about this. They're just waiting to see what happens. Some of the working groups are just for our design partners, and that's the whole point. Um, but the well, you know we'll be hosting um, industry-wide webinars again pretty soon. How does Access FinTech's agnostic platform support loans? Yeah, so it's two twofold. One, um, obviously, loans is a unique asset class. There's going to be different types of problems, and the other thing is this particular data set is position data versus historically we've been looking at trade data. So it's two things to kind of change. Um, but really, it's again about configuration. So viewing the data differently. Um, prioritizing it differently. Um, you know, we haven't really seen much that we need in terms of design. We've added buttons like on hold for statuses, which is unique to loans. The buttons in terms of the actions are definitely different, and that's going to be across any asset class. Uh, 
But yeah, mostly it's it's very similar. Um, there are some functionality changes we'll be making. Again, design partners are key. I have like five things I want to do right now, but I'm waiting to get data on the platform and ask the working group, what do you think about this? Maybe someone has a better idea. I think it's much more fun to do it with the market than uh, without. As there are other vendors in the market, what's the unique selling point for Synergy? Yeah, for sure. So I think communication is key. You know, collaboration is used very freely and it has a lot of different meanings. So I'm starting to use the word, the word communication because it's all about everyone communicating in one place. Uh, not just that, but it's contextual. So, you know, the back and forth on emails just to establish that you're talking about the same thing is such a waste of time and we completely eliminate that. Um, so that gets you out of emails altogether. Um, the payment discrepancy prevention or avoiding cash breaks altogether using our matching engine. That's key. And, you know, we're going to start with expected interest and position. Um, but, you know, cash breaks to a lot of banks are considered fails, which hits RWA. And um, we definitely need to address that. And I think once we get started with where we are, we'll just continue to expand. Well, the network is obviously a huge part, right? Um, right now, as I mentioned, in, when I was working at Apollo or at some of these other shops, the communication is not just lender agent, but also your admins or trustees. There's a lot of parties looking at the same thing and digging through emails and trying to figure out who owns what, you know, things get lost because you're being CC'd and then added. And so with our platform, it's all uh, mutualized data, but also mutualized uh, contextual communication where everyone can see the audit, know exactly who owns what, assign things um, as it makes sense. One thing we do well is working with the market to build technology. We don't just build something, we build it with them. We obviously have a ton of loan expertise in-house. Myself, we have a couple others we just hired recently, one from WSO with over 16 years experience building software. And we hired another person from um, Bearings and US Bank, which is an agency side. So obviously we're guidance what we do this with the industry. Like we, I think the loan market tends to be reactive versus proactive and by determining if a payment is going to be bad before it even happens, that's being proactive at something that's never happened before. Um, and that's where we're moving and starting to test right now. We're, we're now matching, as I mentioned before. Um, the benefits, I can't even imagine how much better my life would have been if I had a tool like Access Fintech back in the day. Dashboards and workflows around the different statuses of things, knowing what's next, right? Instead of waiting for the email, missing the email, or following up on the email, everything is obvious on the platform. Thank you so much to Corey for taking the time to speak to me. Please make sure you subscribe to our feed and follow Access Fintech on all socials. And thank you for listening to The Network Effect. Catch you next time.